to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app by searching for The Church at Bushland in your app store. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know how this ministry is impacting your life by emailing us at info at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so in our app or by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. Welcome to another episode of Digging for the Truth. I got somebody here with me I think you're going to recognize. Boom, there he is. My man. Yeah, I got Paxton <laughs> Watley. What's up? Worship leader of the church at Bushland and good buddy of mine. Amen. And I've wanted to get you on here for a long time. I'm glad I finally worked Happy out. Happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It's man. a pleasure to be here, man. Well, you know, we were just talking off air, and I know that you are kind of going through it a little bit right now, so just, I mean, heck, I... You having some issues at home with your well or something like that. You know, when you own a home, it's just part of the gig, I think, bro. But it's been like a big part of it for about six weeks. So, hallelujah. <laughs> you know, that's the thing about it, man. When you start getting kicked in the teeth. Now, you told me it was like the third thing that's gone wrong. So, hopefully, the things happen in threes. threes? It seems like. I counted three today. I was in my car, and I thought, one, three. Hallelujah. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm at the so, end of this sucker. Well, In the name of the Lord. Well, you know, so uh, you and I, we had lunch, I don't know, a week or two ago. Yes, sir. And we got to talking. I mean, I think everybody feels that we're we're in a season where the world just is absolutely in chaos. It's upside it down. It is, bro. And, uh, and we just, I don't know, we got to talking about some things going on about just people are under the influence. And, you know, we talk about, you know, people generally being under the influence. You know, we have a tendency to think of, you know alcohol or drugs yes. i mean this is generally i think we generally have you know kind of a vision of like this being under the uh, influence yes. of something right yeah, that's right that's, that's right. the negative side of it but then we y'all you know i think probably people that are here under the influence hey we're gonna have a good time i mean yeah. it's yeah. it's the world yeah yeah it is man and it's chaos well and, and that's kind of what we were talking about is that you know un, unrepentant sin begets more sin and that sin may be fun for a while but we're all under the influence of something, but the thing is, it seems like the entire globe is under the influence of just absolute insanity and sin. Mm-hmm. I so, think it means Jesus is coming back soon. But brother, I think we're close. I really do. But I was sitting down the other day. In fact, I think, I don't know if it was before or after we had that conversation. I was reading in First uh, John. So, not to be mistaken with the Gospel of John, so we're talking. We're in First John today. Pretty much all the scripture I pulled is in First John, but I just I'm going to read this one scripture, starting off right here in First John, uh, eight eight through ten. But I just I want to kind of get your take on it. As soon as I finish, you know, this, you give me your two cents. Yeah, man. Um, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him, capital H, a liar, and his word is not in us. Paul says he's the chief of all sinners. I don't know, man. Sometimes I wonder if I don't give him a run for his money. Um, the thing that I love about that is because immediately I know that it's talking to me because my story 
uh, is the grace of God. Like, if it weren't for the grace of God, if it weren't for the second half of that verse, I'd be done for. And so I can relate to that because I feel like daily that's who I am. Well, so you're, 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 you're speaking specifically to Romans 7. Okay. Okay. And where he says, you know, I do that which I wish not to do, and that which I wish to do I do yes, not. Yes. Right, yeah. And he says, oh, what a wretched man I am. And I, you know what? I've, I've same thing, man, lately. I, I've, I've, that very scripture has been in, yeah. you know, yeah. oh, but what a wretched man I am. But it begins right there in, in Romans 8, 1, and it says, but through Christ alone. Yeah, that's right. Bro. We've been absolutely redeemed. Well, I think this is actually maybe a good opportunity for, you know, you talk about, I mean, I, I, I was waiting, you know, the sinners, you know, yeah. at least the historical sinners, you yeah. know. Yeah. And I want, I, anyway, I think a lot of the church, I mean, there's a lot of new people, a lot of new faces. They, they don't know your testimony. Yeah, man. And I think... Right here, because, I mean, there, there was a time in your life that that was your scene. It was, bro. Um, Reader's Digest version, for the sake of time, is, you know, I was raised in a, a good home. We loved the Lord. My, I went to church. Uh, my parents were actually in the ministry somewhat, the motorcycle ministry. Uh, I knew all about the Lord. Um, so I didn't come from this broken home of abuse or anything like that. But... Uh, the saying, show me your friends, show me your future. Yeah. Um, I know that's just kind of a worldly saying. I can take it to the Bible and say, uh, bad company corrupts good morals. Yep. And every time I was insecure and chose bad friends, I uh, wanted to be accepted and wouldn't admit it, but I was willing to do anything for it. And what's the saying, Trent? Uh, sin, it, it takes you farther than you want to go. Keeps you longer than you want to stay. That's exactly right. All those things, right? And so it took me down the road of drug addiction. And um, I, I, I was in a very dark place. Um, but I had a praying mom. So all you praying moms out there, mm -hmm. don't stop praying. Absolutely. Praying parents, believe because I'm telling you prayer works. God is alive today. He's still answering prayer. And... Um, <laughs> I've told this story a lot, but I want to tell this one part because it's important. Uh, I was living in Canyon, Texas, in an apartment, and I would come home around 8 a.m. every morning because I'd stay out all night, every night almost. I had full on my windows. And I would get in bed, and I could actually hear the voice of God. And I know people say, well, does God still speak? Well, he does to me. He's, he, he does to me, he's too. And he absolutely to does speak. Absolutely. So I believe that. Absolutely. So somebody's going to say that's crazy. but I'm No, it's not you, even a little crazy. Um and every morning, instead of hearing you're a sinner, you're going to go to hell if you keep this lifestyle up, you're going to do this or that, I would hear the same four words every single morning. And those four words were, I still love you. And one day, bro, I just couldn't run from that kind of love anymore. And so that's why I love that scripture you wrote, because it's the love of God that drew me unto the Father, not anybody telling me. That I was a sinner or that I needed Jesus because I already actually knew those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what but, it, but what happened was, and this is what really is important and where this, I think you're, you're actually kind of gravitating us in the direction that we need to go anyway. And that is, you know, an encounter. Yeah. Right. People, we need an encounter with Christ. I yeah. mean, and that's what you had. You know, you talked about your mama praying. I remember one of the first times not too long ago, you're leading worship. I remember how you, you had your guitar, you had it behind you. And yeah. I mean, and you said, Mom, I know I've told you this before, I'm telling mm -hmm. you again, you know, and that's, mm -hmm. That's powerful. I think I had half mm. Oklahoma praying for me at one time. Yeah. I had an aunt yeah. who was from Oklahoma. Her family's not from Oklahoma. And if it wouldn't have been for, for her. So I have a similar story. I was a full-blown idiot. 
you know, um, and I, I was a very immoral young man. Yeah. I, I was, you know, he talked about, you know, Paul says he's the chief of the sinners. I don't know, man, I was definitely a vice president or something. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you know, but in the, in the club, I least. was definitely in the club. And I think all of us are. And that's the thing is that a lot of times you see people, especially worship leaders. I think worship leaders personally are one of the most attacked groups of people mm. on the entire planet because Satan was a worship mm. leader. Mm. And in fact, the scripture talks about how he has musical instruments built into his body. Mm. And I think that he goes after worship leaders, you know, and that's why you see so many of them who are not grounded in their faith, yeah. you know, yeah. fall away. Yes. But that's the thing is that you, a lot of people out there, they think, oh, well, you know, pastor and this, and that, you know, always, you know, now you might've heard the conversion testimony, but they don't think that, you know, you struggle like everybody else. And that's, that's the absolute lie. It is. It is an absolute lie. I'm human. I struggle just like every single person on the earth daily. Well, and, and, and that's the thing is that <clears throat> we live in a world that the antichrist spirit is running rampant. Okay. I'm going to get more into, you know, what spirit, but we can all agree. If you don't agree with the Antichrist spirit, which I'll prove it, you know, prove that on a different episode on the architecture of the end times here for long, but we can all agree that you can see demonic things going on around the world. And here in a minute, we'll talk yeah. about it. Some of them. Yeah. But, and so here we are, we're all under the influence. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the, the world is an enticing place. And one of the things that, you know, we're going to keep going here in second John, Oh, sorry, in First John chapter, uh, actually, I'm going to go down to, um, let's see right here, chapter 2, beginning in verse 15. And it says, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the world, uh, is part of the world that is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. When I read that scripture the first time, you know, it's easy, and I'm going to explain that a little bit because it's real easy. I think there's a lot of things in this world that are incredibly enticing. I mean, uh, and, and that's not saying that everything that is in the world, God created, and we'll talk about God's creation. Creation, okay, I mean, it's beautiful. It's for us to actually to look at and to enjoy and to be yeah, a part of. Sure. But what specifically what that's re referencing in regards to talking about the love of the world is is the love of the things of man, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, the things of lust. I talked about lust, lust and pride, yes. the flesh. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that it's never been harder. I mean, it's never been harder. In fact, I, before you came in here, I was going to, here in a minute, we're going to do something new. And we're going to talk about, you know, in the news, there's a couple of news things that came out today that I think we should talk about. They kind of okay. line up with this. But yeah. um, I was going to use my laptop. And just for the record, okay, I know somebody's going, oh, yeah, whatever. I really don't. I, I mean, I, not that I don't struggle with temptation, but I don't look at bad things on the, on the internet. Yeah. But here's what I've, I've learned. In fact, uh, in the last couple of nights, I was, we're, I was putting a curriculum together for um, the kids because yeah. we homeschool. And I was wanting the kids, which Brandy's trying to figure out, well, do you want to read this or this? Like, well, what about Beowulf? You know, I remember, I don't know if it was, it was like yeah. an old Scandinavian. It's like the old, one of the oldest, you know, anonymous surviving poems out there. like okay. maybe 1,000 AD, something like that. And it has, you know, it has the Vikings, you know, and yeah, they're, yeah. they're going, he's going after and killing yeah. Grindel and Hrothgar and all these different. So I was like, okay, that's not bad. So Sounds I, like it's right down your alley. Well, it's Vikings. It's kind of fun, right? Yeah, <laughs> all right. So I need the beard a little longer and to get some metal beads in there. But anyway, so on my phone, we're on the same network. I'm on my phone. I search Beowulf, Beowulf uh, book author. Okay. The very first image that came up, okay, was a topless woman. 
and I never ever and Brandy's sitting right next to me. Sure. And she and I, I show her my phone. I go look at this. And so she did the exact same thing. Okay, same search engine, same IP subnet coming from my computer. Okay, yes. and 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 she did the exact same search. Had after the first image, all the rest were the same. But that's what, okay, I mean, I'm in technology. If you don't know what I do for a living, I'm in technology. But that's my point, is that the enemy, the world, Inuwa is a male within a certain age that's range right. That's right. and everything else. And I say, hey, here's yeah. a little bit of temptation out there for yeah. you. That's exactly right. And, and in, in this particular case, made me mad. Not to say that I don't, heck, the other day I was just on, you know, I mean, I just landed on the front of a, which I've taught, teach this, pornography is on the front of every news, you know, site out there. Yes. First right. page. That's right. That's right. I had the same thing happen to me. Um, I know we don't have probably a lot of time for this. Oh, we got but, plenty of time, man. But my email, which I'm not going to tell you what it is, um, my private email, it has like an alias. So one one of the .com that I use, um, it's iCloud. Well, I don't use that. I've never used that. And so, but that somehow got stolen or sold or whatever. And all of a sudden, one morning I wake up and I've got like 40 messages in my inbox of nasty pornographic emails and i'm like you i'm very vigilant about what i allow online uh to come into my eyes because you can't unsee something that's right? right and so um i took it to my wife i said look at this i did not do anything to warrant this and i hadn't no and, i believe it i know you and i i'm still trying to get unsubscribed <laughs> to From all this and well, it's junk man well, so, and so both of those things, I mean, here, so here's the thing. I mean, I, I think it's other people that are dealing with the same stuff and, and, and that's the attack. That is the, you know, I don't want to get into the whole digital technology stuff. I'm going to sure. do some of that on another day, but, the, but that is something that we live with. I mean, heck this morning for, you know, I even left the house. How many advertisements had I seen, mm -hmm. yes. uh, you know, or, or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And so anyway, there's an influence and, and the sad thing is there's a negative demonic influence in the gist of most everything. In fact, think about what's going on. Uh, the Texas Department, sorry, the Texas uh, School Board of Education. Okay, so the Texas Board of okay. Education just in this last week, they were they were fixing to vote on something called CSE. Okay, that's for comprehensive sexual education. It's trying to teach four-year-olds how to masturbate. It's trying to it's trying to say there's 28 different genders. I mean, how insane is this? Okay, and and it gets more insane when we talk about some of the news. But the scripture is very clear. It says in the latter days, you'll say that which is evil is good, now which is good is evil. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we're there. But, but here's the thing is that we're, we're around all this influence of sin. It's in, and so, so a lot of times it has a tendency just to, to, to feel like you almost can't even operate. You don't even want to go out anymore. You don't want, and, it's just, and then what happens, some people really, it's just, it just it sticks to them, man. Mm -hmm. Makes you want to hunker down and hide, stay away from the world a little bit. But that's not what God's called us to do. What did right? he call us to do? That's he exactly. called us to be salt and light. Yep. And so our job is to go out there and shine the light of Jesus and be the salt of the earth. Uh, but as a believer, it's hard to do sometimes because uh, we are under this influence. No, we, we, are absolutely we do are. live. Uh, the Holy Spirit is in the earth, but yet the prince in the power of the air, the devil, he is in full-blown uh, attack mode. Well, because it's the end for him, in my opinion. Well, it, it, not only that, he hates us. He hates creation. Yeah. 
look at all the stuff going on with abortion. Um, I was actually just, I have a, so when I'm preparing for sermons or this, you know, podcast um, or teaching, you know, in our life group or whatever I may be teaching on, I have yeah. all these different bu- buckets of things where I'll save stuff yes. off. Okay. Well, I couldn't believe the other day I looked in my abortion and my infanticide bucket and I, I could not believe how many hundreds of articles there are. Right. I mean, I, I can't even go. Th- I mean, I'd, 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 it'd take me hours to go through it all again. Yes. And so what happens if I see something, I just dump it in there, dump it in there yeah. so I can save it for material look at later. Sure. Well, for example, I mean, it's not even just it's 79% of voters in California were all for prop- this thing called Proposition 1 that, you know, and was basically abortion up to birth. But now we have several states that are talking about abortion up to 28 to 30 days after the baby's born. Okay, we spoke about this on a, a an episode recently with Marty Rowley. Okay, okay, this, I'm not making this up. Okay, um, New Jersey, uh, I think it's Maryland, no Maine. I think it's Maine, um, and I can't remember. There's another one. I know that California is pushing for it. Okay, so here we are. We're under all this influence, and you keep, and then when you try to stand up, you feel like you get knocked back down. But what did Jesus tell us? He told us to be in the world, but not of the world. Yeah. So. We are under the influence of something, every one of us. We were created to worship. You say, well, I'm, I don't worship anything except what I want to do. Well, yeah, well, you're worshiping hedon. Yeah, that's, what, that's, that's secular humanism. That's hedonism. Okay, you're worshiping man. Yeah. You say, well, I'm an atheist. I don't, I'm, I'm, you know, well, you can't help it. Then that's your religion. Mm. I mean, um, now it's, think about the, you know, they're trying to, this, all this trans stuff. Yes. Okay. Pronouns. All this the pronouns, all this crazy stuff, okay? That's the new religion. Why? Because you, you, Satan wants to break down anything that has common ties to the Word of God, okay, to bring peace. Yeah. So it's constant chaos. So what happens is people end up doing things, maybe looking for answers in the wrong places, in the bottle, you know, sure. or addiction. So addiction's through the roof. Right. And so I think what we need to do is, is just talk to, you know, our audience today about, Real world things that we can do and that are really important decisions in our lives to help us, you know, not feel like we're hopeless and to be influenced by the father instead of influenced by the world. So if I were going to give you, you know, just carte blanche, I mean, what does that bring to mind for you? First thing it brings to mind for me is who I surround myself with. Yeah, I totally agree Um, with that. If I hang around the wrong crowd for long enough, they will influence me. And so that's why you can only hang around me for so long? You know, I wasn't going to say <laughs> it, but actually it's just the opposite. If I, uh, show me your friends, show me your I've already said that, but I'm, I'm telling you, if I surround myself with the right people who are uh, in love with the Lord, reading the word, uh, love the presence of God, it, it spurs me on to be a better man, to be a better husband, to be a better father. Um, it just, the list goes on and on. And so that'd be number one for me. Okay. Um, obviously I don't want it to sound like I, I rate it over the word of God, but consistent, uh, prayer life, consistent in my, uh, personal, um, Bible reading, those things are paramount for me. Actually, I, I have a discipline. I read a Proverbs every day. There's 31 of them. And so whatever day of the, like today is the, uh, sixth. So I would have read Proverbs six this morning. And just filling my mind with what he says about me, because all day long it's shouted 
of what the enemy's saying. Right? Yeah. And so I try to replace it uh, with this, the word of God, because it's just, it's the bread of life, bro. I don't, I don't mean that to sound like super religious and some kind of Christian well, no, it, it, term. It's peace. But, but, I mean, but you know, my daughter, I have two, so I'm not going to tell you which one. I, I know you know. But hangry is a real thing. Oh, I like, got one of those myself. We carry around like, you know, Snicker bar or something in case of emergency because she will go off the rails if she <laughs> hasn't had some calories yeah. and cause total chaos to the rest of the family. And we're just like, what happened? Right? <laughs> Are you possessed? So, yes. <laughs> made me wonder. And so the same thing, though, the, the word of God is his bread, daily bread, right? And so if you and I or anyone else are starving ourselves by not eating the word of God, right? Well, in fact, even Jeff, this last week in his still, he there's several scriptures talk about eating the word. Mm. Okay, that's actually a biblical thing. Where you're, I mean, but that okay. says yeah. literally eating the word. Yeah. What can we expect? What kind of result do we expect out of our lives on a daily basis if we don't eat? So I need to take care of myself. Not only physically by eating a steak after I leave here. I wish. Can yeah. you buy me one? I thought that was the. <laughs> hey, I, I will buy. That I, was this deal, I'll buy man. you a steak. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those little bitty, you know, <laughs> ground ground steak ones. But hey, I get yeah, you that's one. All right, bro. As long as we're hanging out. <laughs> and so, should I not feed my spirit as well? Because if I'm starving my spirit, what kind of results should I expect? Uh, my good friend, Pastor Jeff, says. Um, Actually, I have another phrase, and it's not from Jeff. It's from Forrest Gump. <laughs> but stupid is as stupid does. Yeah. What do you expect if you're not in the Word? What do you expect if you're not spending time in the presence of the Lord? You're going to fail. The person's going to pull out. The person's going to do whatever. Whatever The water well is going to break, and you're going to lose it because you're malnourished. Water well is fresh on your mind right now because is, uh, yeah. that's the one thing at your house it that— <laughs> I have no water right now. Man— so, uh, that's that's, that's all. I can't tell you. I appreciate you coming over here. I mean, when you got all that on your plate, but it's the truth. You, do, I think it was um, Benjamin Franklin says you don't appreciate the you know a, you know the a drop of water or appreciate water until you don't have a drop to drink. I yeah. think that's how it went. Yeah. yeah, we have no appreciation for water until you don't have a drop to drink. Well, look at the world right now. The droughts, the mm. these massive lakes drying up right now. You appreciate water then mm -hmm. more than you have. Yeah, the stuff that always just worked in one moment. My house almost became uninhabitable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but hallelujah i mean so that's the thing is that we have to fill up ephesians chapter six you know this is a really important one putting on the full armor of god and something we're supposed to do every single day yeah. for me um it's all those things i think another thing is more important than it's ever been is and we're actually going to do another podcast on this is making sure that you you, you have a good church mm. you know yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know and a good church is filled with good people yeah and good teaching yeah and, and also it's a good community. Um, we do life together. You and I, we do life together. We have Brandy and I, we said this, and we talk about it actually all the time. It comes up. I'm just like, I love our church. Mm -hmm. I love our church. I love the people in our church. I love our community. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, we just have so many good quality people around us. We do. And it, it, it's, it, it's also real people. Okay, it's none of this, you know, act one way around and then they're another way, you know, That's behind right. clothes. It's none That's of that. Right. It's, it's, I mean, just quality, good people. You see the good, you see the bad, you see That's the right. ugly. And, and I, I think. I don't know about you, but I, I thrive on authentic. Oh, man, me, me too. authentic all day long. Tell me 
that you struggle. Tell me that you lost it today. Like, because I need to hear that. Well, there's because, been times I've walked over and I've done like, and I mean, I've dumped right on you start laughing. You're like, man, yeah. I, you know, because yeah. I had a bad day right. and I did some stupid stuff or said yeah. something stupid. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But together we're better. We're, we're iron sharpening iron. And I don't know about you, bro, but I need it. Well, I do too. And honestly, even in some of those, I'm thinking about one in particular, I, I ended up, I think I came to your house and I, some screwed up, man. Somehow I, now the car company never even complained, never sent me a letter, never, but I realized that I missed a month payment. So I had to pay two at once. Yes. It didn't do anything to my credit. I mean, they, they were, but I was like, oh, it just is a kick in the teeth. And yeah. you, I remember you, you kind of laugh cause you know, I was frustrated or whatever, yeah. but you put your arm around me you're like, it's okay, bro. Yeah. And that's, that's what we need. We need encouragement. Yeah. And that's what this podcast is about. I mean, it's we're, we're we're this whole podcast exists to encourage and to edify the body. Mm. Um, we're not here to tear it down. We're going to speak truth. We're going to talk about things that sometimes aren't a whole lot of fun. But I would ask you this: What are you LUI? Instead of a DUI, what are you LUI? What are you living under the influence of? Are you living under the influence of the world? Or are you living under the influence of the Father? Mm. And that's what this really is all about. So let's, I, I think, let's kind of bounce into this. I have a couple of uh, uh, things that I'd like to give it a shot here to kind of look at some current events, things, some stuff in the news. Um, so the first one, I don't know if you've seen this yet, okay? Um, there was a, an article that came out of uh, Ireland today. So this young man right here, um, he is a teacher. He was a teacher at, a, ironically, a Christian school, okay, in Ireland, and he was arrested, and you can see he's being arrested here, and he is in jail right now for using the wrong pronoun. He did not want to call uh, a male student, the male student wanted to be called they. I mean, you know what? That might be fitting. If you want to be called they, there are demons swirling all around you. There's more than one of you in there. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, but he's a Christian. He says, no, I'm not going to do that. Right. Stood up for his beliefs. He stood up for his beliefs. So what did they do? They prosecuted him, picked him up, put him in jail. Okay. Praise God for this guy. Mm -hmm. I wish I had his name. I think it's like Robert Enoch or something. It is Enoch. That'd be kind of ironic. But anyway, it's it. You can look this up. Um, it's coming out of Ireland. But we need to be praying for this guy. Yeah. Amen. I mean, this is guy. He's a stand up. So there's there's good things going on. But that's happening right here. I mean, first of all, this whole pronoun thing is absolute insanity. How are you supposed to keep up with everybody's pronouns in different ways they want to be called? In my estimation, it's always been if they had a beard, it was a he. And if they didn't, it was a she. Yeah, well, that I, doesn't I, work now. I don't know, man. Well, that's true because I've seen some she's, some uh, real she's that may have some beards. I don't know. I'm I mean, sorry. The bearded lady, you know? Yes. Okay. But all the same, I mean, it's it's crazy. I remember there was a, oh, what was this? A kindergarten cop or something like that. I can't remember. And it was, I, th I remember it being Arnold Schwarzenegger in there or something like that. But there's this little boy, and he says, girls have a, you know, yeah, and yeah. boys have a, yeah. like, well, yeah. he, he, he understood. He, he gets it. He got it. It's that simple. It is literally that simple. And we have, and who, could you imagine even, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, that we would be having conversations like this about, we don't know what gender you are? No, it seems like out of a carnival or maybe a storybook or something like that. But I hope, I don't want to go to jail. Don't hear me wrong. I'm not looking for jail. But I hope I have the gumption, what it takes to stand up for my faith and what I believe well, and not bow down um, to this antichrist spirit, which is really what's doing all this uh, in the world. I, I, I salute that guy. Well, I do too. Well, I have, you've heard me say it on this podcast before, but 
there's a, and in fact, uh, one not too long ago with, I think it was uh, Marty Rally and I were talking about the church I grew up in and, you know, they have the gay flags hanging out front and all that kind of stuff now. And, you know, they, they feel like that poor population is under attack and listen, they may be, but hate the sin. We got to love the people. I don't want to, I don't, that's, that's where everybody 100%. gets sideways. Okay. We love the people, but we are not going to condone the sin. Yes, sir. Well, when the inside of a church looks like the outside of a church, you get a story like this. This priest right here, and he's a cardinal in the Roman Catholic Church, obviously, and uh, he's from Brazil. Okay, I'm not going to try his Leonardo something something. I can't. Is is is, but it's one of those names that I can't pronounce. But but it's not DiCaprio, is it? Uh, I'm pretty sure I, it kind of had a D in there. I don't know. Is it, is it the something? Okay, but sorry. You no, know, you're good. Well, anyway, so he came out um, today, and he said, you know, if, if you're not a Christian, then gay sex isn't a sin. I was like, what universe does that even make sense? Mm-hmm. Sin is sin. I don't care if you are. That's the whole thing. That's what the Antichrist spirit is trying to do is to say that which is sin is not. That which is evil is good. Good is evil. Well, you know, I've told you, in fact, the scripture talks about, you know, the five wise virgins and the five foolish virgins. Many, many people. Look at our politicians, okay? I mean, I don't want to have them come pick me up, you know, after the podcast is released and, you know, throw me in jail. But we've got plenty of people that claim to be Christians. Yeah, sure. In our government, you know, quote, unquote, devout whatevers. Yeah. And they're not at all. How do you, Jesus said, they will, we will know you by their fruit. That's right. And there's zero fruit. That's right. And this is that stuff where, you know, you're like, well, you just, let me tell you something. As the church, and you said it a minute ago, and I completely agree, we just got to quit going along with everything and then going with the flow. We have got to put our foot down, do it in the right way, but we have got to fight for our communities. That's right. What's the old saying, Trent, where if you put a frog in a pot of water that's already boiling, it'll immediately jump out because it knows it's fixing to die. But you could put it in the cold water and heat it up slowly over time until it boils, and it'll stay in there until it's dead. And don't you think that that's a possibly a, a visual of what's going to happen to the church? Oh, it is we're, happening we're, to the church. We're just going to sit there until it's too late. Well, first Timoth- the First Timothy 4. So it talks about the apostasy of the church, right? Right. Well, the apostasy, apostasy just means a, fa- a falling away, but it's the great apostasy, a great falling away. And, and you see that. The, you know, take the millennials. We, we beat the millennials up, okay? Yep. I mean, we're Gen Z. Bad rap. We, yeah, we're Gen Z. That's a much better generation. I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gen Z, well, at least the Gen, Gen, Gen X like to work. Okay, that was bad. I shouldn't do that either. All right, but there's a reason for some of this. So the, the, the millennials, they grew up, they were really the first group to grow up fully on technology. It was totally okay. there all the time, and it had a great influence on them. Several things came from that. One, the apostasy, falling away. And, and a lot of that is the fault of the church. This is the, 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 the group, the generation that grew up watching people say horrific things about gays. I mean, let me tell you something. God loves people. He hates that sin. That's right. But they would, I mean, these people in a church holding up signs saying, God hates mm. you. I mean, that, that's, that was not God. That's not God. That that's is Satan. That, right, that's Satan on both sides that's right, right there. Right. And Satan's totally winning. 100%. So... Something you said about authenticity, though, one of the number one traits and things that Gen Zs look for, okay, and are most influenced by is an authentic person, authentic encounters. And the truth is, man, if you go into that youth group, which I guess that's Gen Z now, right? But 
I can't keep up, but uh, but whatever. but okay. But the millennials, the Gen Zs, yes. they can sniff out a fraud. That's right. Better than anybody else, That's I think. Right. You yeah. know. Yep, I agree. And the church isn't any different. Mm. Somebody that's claiming to be Christian, okay, um, and and then they see worldly behavior. I don't think they judge you because you sin. Have you know? There's a difference between sinning and living. Sure. In that's sin. Right. But it's time for us to be authentic, yeah. to be real, to talk about real things. I mean, we have to talk about, there's a, an advertisement going around right now that I think Hillside Church is doing. It says sex, I can't, sex, dating, and marriage or something like that. Yes, I've have, seen the billboard. Okay, something like that. Yep. And I was like, you know, and my kids were like, oh, Dad, you see that billboard? I'm like, right. yeah, praise God. That's a church. Yep. I'm, praise God. They're going to talk that's about right. it. Amen. There is nothing taboo or off the table that we shouldn't be that's right. influencing in the community. That's right. With the light. With the light. God created sex. We need to talk about it. But That's the thing right. is, it's, Satan has perverted it so much yes. that now, I mean, enough is never enough. And people just have to, you know, I mean, golly, just, just that's where all this alphabet mafia comes from. Sure, sure. The boundaries. Um, I once heard a guy say, the Holy Spirit um, is like a fire. And as long as you have a fireplace... It doesn't burn the house down. We enjoy the warmth of the fire. We enjoy all the benefits um, that the fire brings to our home, right? Uh, and it's the same thing with the presence of the Lord. But it, talking about sex and outside of marriage and all these things and gay sex and all this stuff, it's like the boundaries of something God created, right, because it's good, yeah. have been removed, and it's just burning the house down. And that's well, the way I see it kind of. Well, it goes back also to Romans 1. So in Romans 1, it talks about that for they knew God, but they turned their backs on God. So God gave them over. Okay. Mm. This last week, uh, Pastor Jeff said, you know, in one translation Scariest to themselves. Yeah. But it's, it's, he says, the scripture actually says, gave them over to their depraved minds, to a depraved mind. Yes. Their minds, they, they consciously said, and I think that's just like this. I mean, um, it, ta- it talks about, the scripture also talks about a, a seared conscience. Mm. And so I would ask you this. I mean, are there things that, you know, if you're, if you're listening, you know, if you're watching online or if you're, if you're just, if you're listening in your, in your car, um, first of all, thanks for taking the time to listen. I know yeah. that some of these things aren't, aren't fun to talk about, but we need to be talking about it. But if you feel like, you know, maybe your conscience is a little seared or you're just cynical, you're like, you know what? I can't have any, I can't make it. I can't influence anything anymore. I'm just good. Jesus to come back. Just come and get me, Lord. Trust me, I'm ready, okay? Don't get me wrong. Sure. But until God takes me off this dirt ball, right? All right, I'm going to fight for every soul yeah. I can. That's right. Not only that, I want to encourage people. I'm going to enjoy life with people like you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and we're going to do life together. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. And fun. Oh, man. You know, and, and listen, it may be upside down, but I, I right now, if you feel hopeless, there was a season that I, I really didn't have any friends. I mean, it was just weird. Um, the people, I mean, I just, I'm not a click yes. kind of guy. Yes. So I don't, I, and that was, you know, those, those the earlier years. I mean, when I was a young man, I just, I did not, you know, I forget sure. that stuff. Um, the church we were in, uh, you know, when Brandy and I first got married, great church, but we just did not have any close friends. We ended up moving, uh, and living in Hereford, Texas. And I commuted back and forth and we, for six years. Wow. And, and actually that turned out to be a really good season. It was Brandy and I, our marriage I think everybody should have to kind of experience that because we, we clung to each other. Mm. But I didn't have, 
I mean, we were trying to create community around us, but we didn't have it really. And then now I look at just how many wonderful, wonderful, incredible, close, godly friends I have. Yeah. And I think that somebody right now, in, in the sound of my voice, you're thinking, well, you just, I don't have any friends. I don't have community. Mm. Well, I'm going to encourage you to listen to our next podcast because we're going to talk about finding a healthy church. Even if you're, li- yes, we, our podcast, this podcast is done through the church at Bushland, but I don't care where you go to church. I just want to make sure that anybody listening to this, that you're edified by the podcast, that two, you have a community around you and that yeah. you have a healthy church you're going to. So we're going to talk about that, but you can have friends and quality people around you. And I, I think that probably one of the most important things you can do for that is find a good church home. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I, I mean, bro, I, it goes back to my first point. You asked me, what do you do? What's your thoughts on how do you be salt and light in the earth? And I told you the first thing is with the people I surround myself with. I, I promise you, if I was by myself or with the wrong group long enough, I would be a wreck. Even after serving God for 26, 27 years now, I, I just know myself. Yeah. And so I, 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 church is not salvation, but I'm very passionate about this. It is a place of community. And I, I hope, can I come to this podcast? You're going to talk about church because I'm actually really passionate about that. You can't tell. I didn't <laughs> Absolutely. Know. You're going to be on it, brother. Okay. <laughs> so, Sweet. So, you know, that's the thing is that it, it is it's so good, you know. What are you under the influence of? You know, what what is consuming your thoughts? If mm. the world is consuming your thoughts, that's what you're eating the most of. Mm. This is what we need to have the most of in our life. Yeah. And if you say, well, I don't like reading, I don't understand the Bible. Well, there's all kinds of things that you can actually, you know, um, uh, devotionals. And there's so many good resources and healthy resources that are available. That's right. The church there's no Muslim. lack of information right now. No, there's really not. That's the one crazy thing now they're trying to censor a lot of that good information but Mm -hmm. there's it's still you can still find it and it's still so plentiful well brother i've enjoyed talking to you about this thanks for having me bro man well i'm gonna have you again we're gonna talk about uh we're gonna talk about the church but one of the things that i i just want to encourage you if you're out there and you're looking for a church um we'd love to hear from you we'd love to invite you to our church um but more than that if you're living under the influence of something other than the father and you just feel surrounded by anger hate and frustration. I would just evaluate your life, see what's coming in and then figure out how you can make those changes. And it begins right here. Well, thanks for joining us. I can't wait to see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast from the Church of Bushland. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram by using the Church of Bushland. We are all about people because God is all about people. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference.